0: You're listening to Showing Up with Edward Terrace, and today I wanted to talk about what people actually want from you. So, as a quick side note, there was a really long time where I was trying to get a microphone that I could use in my car for the moments where I'm having a super long drive, and I had some thoughts about my week or the past month... Or something I was going through and I could document it here on my podcast. And I had all these different special mics. And then eventually all of those special, quote unquote special mics that I had, they broke. And one day I plugged my my Apple headphones, just the normal ones that come with the phone, into my phone. And uh, for some of you guys that know, I, I use Anchor as my uh, recording Place for my podcasts. Uh, of course, I use like GarageBand to actually record stuff. But eventually, and sometimes I, I use Anchor to just record it if I am on the go. And uh, you know, and I, I do, I break this up once in a while. But um, I could put them as my sponsor on my podcast. But I, uh, I just don't. I really need to do that. But yeah, for anybody that needs to ever record a podcast, it's uh. Super easy, and this is actually coming off of my Apple headphones car cord while I drive home um, back to uh, Chicago. So uh, just kind of a, a side note there. And you know what's funny? It, it's so non-complicated. I, I'm, you know, the the microphone part that you speak into. I'm basically cupping my hand around that to soften the sound of everything. It's like one of those mixture voice actor boxes but with my hand and <laughs> recording these podcasts not the most complicated thing in the world so uh if you're ever looking to to start something or work on something a lot of times you don't need the best equipment to get things going but in the actuality, what you're here for what you're here to listen to is uh what i preface the podcast with now earlier in the week, so for you guys know, I'm a realtor, but I paid, Maybe the past couple of months, I joined a real estate team, and we have a meeting every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to just go over, you know, goals, our accomplishments, things that we need help on, our processes, etc., and. So, Joe, I'm with the Joe Kotash group over at Compass. And so, if you ever hear me refer to Joe in the future, um, this is who I'm talking about. He's the, he runs, he owns our team and he's our fearless leader. Uh, Joe was talking about education versus navigating. And he, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he essentially talked about. Which was more important, the education or the navigation? And a lot of us started talking, and he asked us individually what we thought. And uh, I basically stated that, you know, when I'm helping a client out, I do feel that it's important to inform them about all the information that they need, simply just because without information, people still have fear, uncertainty, and doubts, and with those, people can't make decisions, so we have to give that to them, but then give them the next step about what needs to happen to help them meet their goals. So, you know, I do think education and navigation is definitely a part of that, but then he really emphasized the importance about navigation simply due to it providing results, and that people do not work with us because we educate them they work with us because we provide something and that's the actual results whether that be getting a property sold helping somebody get a property and I started thinking to myself and I said it out loud in our meeting which was it's funny that I don't get referrals for business until I actually help somebody close out a home I'll have clients who will make reference to, oh, I have somebody in mind that who might be looking for you, but until I close on the property, I've literally had this happen so many times where I finally close on the property, that day or the next day, boom, referral, referral. Somebody reaches out. They see something on Instagram. They're like, hey, I seen that happen. Could you help me with that too? Results. Uh, You can make somebody as happy as possible, informed as you possibly can. But until you actually produce, that is when you're going to have the outcome of people who refer you business. And I was thinking about that a little bit more in depth today because of an experience that I had with a client. So I'm out of town for the weekend. And my clients, they're aware of this. I said, hey, you know, I'm going to be, I basically let my clients know my work schedule as if they were my employer. Because, you know, those are the people that I work for. And I let them all know that in advance. Now, you know, just because I'm not, quote unquote, available does not mean that I am not available. And that I don't have to be there for my, my clients when something comes up. It does, it does not sleep. You know, my, my schedule, I try to fit it as best as possible to, to fit my schedule. But at the end of the day, my clients are the ones spending the money. And if they need me there, Eddie is going to be there. And they had this property come up that they wanted to see. Open house on Sunday. They're like, hey, can we go to that? And I was like, yeah, no problem. Just go to it. Let me know how it goes. If you end up wanting to move forward with it. You know, we're going to run through the numbers, and uh, we'll make sure all the, all the financials are set, you're comfortable with it, and uh, we'll go from there. Open house gets canceled this morning, so they reach out to me. Hey, it, open house is canceled. We need to get in that property. What can we do about it? And that's when I reach out to the agent to go to schedule the showing, and they let us know, oh, we need highest and best offer by 5 p.m., basically meaning that's why the open house was cancelled because they have a bunch of offers on the table and at that point in time that means I'm out of town client needs to get in the property I need to make it happen they don't care how much I've educated them about the process they don't care who shows them the property I need to just somehow make it happen and uh, this is you know if you ever deciding to work with, whether it be an agent or somebody who's going to help you with something specific, I think this is why this is such a good aspect of this career for people who take on these type of business owners or professionals to help them with something is because, you know, someone who works based off of commission and and they don't get to make money to pay for a roof over their own head, unless they're actually providing results, that's a pretty motivated individual. So, you know, a lot of times, it's just little things like this, where you're providing customer service and you're problem solving on the go, whether you're available or not. So, basically, everybody on my team, you know, wasn't available, they're already pre-scheduled, I mean, this is an hour notice, you know, I wouldn't expect anybody to be available for that. And uh, I'm always going to go to my team first because, of course, if we keep more money in the house, then that's what we're going to do. But uh, nobody was available. So I'm thinking to myself, well, what am I going to do here? And I start making a bunch of calls because what we can do is uh, we can pay out referral fees to other companies, other agents. Uh, it could be other agents in other states. It doesn't matter. But I have to find myself a licensed professional that works in that area. That just so happens to be available on a Sunday at 2 p.m. And I eventually get in contact with somebody and I make the agreement with them where I'm saying, hey, all you have to do is show up, open the door, and I'll get your referral fee for this, which is you know typically 25% of the deal. And of course, that that'll cut into my bottom dollar. But that's another thing to kind of keep in mind is you know when you're needing to provide results. To somebody and reiterating that they do not care about who provides them those results they do not care how much you've informed them about how to get those results is at the end of the day if you can't be the person to provide it they're gonna go find somebody who else who else that can and that could be as simply going down to somebody showing them a property if they want to see it whether they see it with you or not they're gonna get somebody who can so some money is better than no money. Remember that that is something that I learned very early on, not during my sales career, but during my leasing career when I first got introduced to real estate in Chicago was that you know a lot of times I was so afraid whether it to be to get education, to jump on a team, to work with an agent to help me f- finish a deal that I wouldn't have been able to otherwise, because of the fear of missing out on something that I may not actually get if I do not seek out those resources and that was a a part of this problem solving and this is also along the lines of something that I did today that while on the go, while not available, I found somebody on a moment's notice that was available for them to get them into the property and while I'm on the on the drive back, I mean, I am six hours away from Chicago at this point in time. But we have a deadline, a couple hours, to get this offer in. And at that point, you know, I pull over. I am going back and forth with the agent. I'm getting a disclosure signed. I'm getting all the information that they could possibly need so that they know at the end of the day what the bottom dollar is for the monthly payment that they're going to have and fill out the contract based on the terms that we've come to that they're going to be happy with at the end of the day. And, you know, that took me a couple hours where I had to just sit there, connect to some Wi-Fi, get the job done. Now, the thing to understand about this is in a in a career such as mine, you're going to do a lot of things that you are going to quote-unquote not get paid for now whether my client and this is a multiple offer situation there's a very high chance that my client is not going to get the property but at the end of the day to provide my client service and to get them to the point where we actually provide them results that is a part of my job and a part of earning somebody's business is that if i can't continuously provide them those results. I can't provide them that service. As soon as there's a lapse, they will find somebody else who can in that very moment. Uh and that's just the way that this is. Now, unfortunately, uh of course I won't name the property address, I will not name the client, but I will say we we ended up, I mean, hour later uh, they ended up taking somebody else's offer. that happens all the time. I've had it where you know clients will make numerous offers on numerous different properties and never get something you know depending on the market, especially the one we're in right now, where people are getting two point seven five percent interest rates uh, there's a lot of people buying property <laughs> you know it's pretty competitive and um so even though it didn't pan out, uh, they needed me. To do that for the potential opportunity for it to pan out. So, that that kind of brings me to my my next thing here, which is being nice to people. Uh, along with the education part, it's it's nice. People appreciate the education. They appreciate when you are nice. But the weird thing is, is I remember early on in my career, I would meet the most bland realtors ever. I'm like, who would ever want to work with this stale dude? He's just so stale, he's vanilla. Uh, Not a fun guy to be around. I was like, "I I can't believe this guy makes X amount of money or helps X amount of people. But the longer I've been in my career in just real estate as a whole, whether it be, you know, the past with leasing or, you know, really, really high um, focus in sales now is I am helping a client right now that actually used to be one of my college roommates, somebody I have a ton of rapport with. I mean, a ton. And I would, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm probably going to be very, uh, whether it be cordial or like fun and exciting, but it didn't happen to be that way. Every time I get on the phone with this guy, it's the same as it is with every other person where I need to inform him about what the next step is and what we have to do. He doesn't want me... To be his friend. He doesn't want me to be nice to him. He wants me to tell him what to do next. To provide him a result. um, Which is ultimately actually going to make him happy. And uh, that's probably been one of the biggest lessons. That I've been learning. And probably one of the most eye-opening things that I've gotten. That I wouldn't have received. If I was working with somebody else that wasn't a friend of mine. Because I always thought that it would be the other way around but just because you're helping a friend with something that you do as a professional doesn't mean you should change your process if your process which is to be stern, to be upfront, to be informative, to disclose and to make sure that they're following the process step by step so that you save them time and money, uh, you cannot change that process just because they are your friend. So when you're going through your life, uh, you're going through your career, just remember that, you know, it's, it's, okay to, uh, it's okay to be friendly. That's great. But just keep in mind that you are probably going to be uh, a lot more happy at the end when you're providing results for the people that you're working for, which ultimately gets you to your goals and getting you the results for your own life or your own business.